a Podcast One production. This is Global Truths with Dr. Keith Souter. We're talking about something that's quite hard to explain. But really, let me just lead in with this. Ignorance is bliss for many people, <laughs> isn't it, Keith? That probably summarises what we're about to talk about. Absolutely. You take it from here. All right. So since President Trump came into office, we've seen a revival of a debate over a psychological theory about people being stupid. So this has been so it's called the Dunning-Kruger effect. So David Dunning, who's now at the University of Michigan, and Justin Kruger, who's now at New York University, 20 years ago did research on a cognitive bias and the idea that people don't realise how stupid they are. This was triggered by the behaviour of MacArthur Wheeler, who in 1995, so that's what, 24 years ago, robbed the banks in Pittsburgh. And he had read about lemon juice being used for invisible ink. So he then put lemon juice on his face, thought he was invisible, walked into two banks to rob them. What? It was picked up by the cameras and the police arrested him. And he said, but how did you catch me? I had lemon juice on my face. I'm invisible. Oh. Oh, exactly. <laughs> MacArthur Wheeler, he's gone down in history. So these two people, uh, Dunning and Kruger, read about this and got thinking about how people can be so stupid to realise that they're not all that bright. And they've come up with this idea, and as I say, it was a study that they produced in 1999, so it's 20 years old. So there's a study done looking at an ass- how people assess themselves and everybody will assess themselves as being above average. And so they hit on this idea that ignorance breeds confidence. In other words, that going back to Donald Trump, he uses a phrase like, I know more about Islamic State than all my generals. I know more about climate change than all those scientists, right? That is a clear example of someone who is not only stupid, but is too stupid to realise how stupid he is. And there is a learning curve, which is U-shaped. So the very beginning a person will think themselves to be super smart. And then the further they stay with that, assuming they do, they then go down into a dip because they realise, oh, perhaps I'm not all that smart. And then they do reading or whatever, get themselves across the subject, and it then goes up. So it's a U-shaped learning curve. So you start off suddenly zooming up to the top of the curve or you, figure you, thinking you're so smart, then you realise you're not, so then you go down, but then you start to correct your own behaviour and you then go up again. So you get this rather strange U-shape for learning. And so they've done various studies about how people feel superbly confident about how much they know until they're actually challenged. So one of the standard ways of dealing with this is to say to somebody, how does a helicopter work? How does it move forward? And at that point, someone will be forced to admit, oh, perhaps I don't really know about how helicopters move, right? Because they've been saying, of course I know how to get it to work. But then when you actually challenge them, well, explain in detail, please, 
how it works. There's a uh, on the subject of climate change. There's a a lovely piece of political theatre captured with Alan Grayson, who was a Democrat from Florida. He was at a, a, a hearing, congressional hearing on climate change, and somebody was saying, "There's no problem with carbon. Carbon's perfectly healthy." And he then says to somebody, "Put a plastic bag over your head." And of course, if you were to do that, you suffocate yourself. So it is that element of challenging someone and finding out how much they actually know. At that point, they suddenly realise they really don't know much and then they begin this downward journey on the U-shape. And then perhaps if they're really conscientious, they will learn more and they will then pick up on the other side and get up on the, the other side of the U, so to speak, because they will realise that, yeah, I wasn't very smart. Now, Dunning and Kruger, this effect, applies to us all. So I do world affairs, I do economics, I do ethics and things like that. I know nothing about sport. So if, if, if we had an expert on sport here and I was boasting that I know about cricket, that person would be able to see very easily that, in fact, that I don't know anything about cricket or I'd be relying on my memory from being at school and playing cricket. So we all suffer from Dunning-Kruger because there's so much going on in the world and you can't know it all. It's impossible. Yeah, but with someone like Donald Trump, for example, and I know what you're saying because he just makes these sweeping generalisations and there's, there's a, the ignorance is of a lot of his supporters is quite prolific. But even with those people, Keith, the lengths that he goes to to tell mistruths yeah. is quite extraordinary. Isn't there just any part of some of these people that questions it? I think some, well, some conservatives are never Trumpers. So the never-Trumpers are people who are Republican but would never vote for Trump. Obviously, George Bush and his family would come into that category. And you've got a number of other conservative commentators who do not appear on Fox, for example, traditionally have appeared on Fox, but with the advent of Trump will now not be invited onto the Fox TV network in the US. So there are some people who are seeing through those issues. What we get with... Um, person like Trump or anybody else is one, is ego, because very few people want to think of themselves as being below average. And yet, as I've said, I know nothing about sport. I am right at the bottom. So, I, but, but I'm a good example of someone who's aware of Dunning-Kruger, so I'm aware of my own inadequacies in a way that a Donald Trump does not accept that. And that the issue really is that people need to just be a little more humble in how they go about talking and be more careful. God gave us one tongue but two ears. <laughs> so we should be listening more and talking far less. Okay. Let's talk about this philosophy, though, further, because why was it such a big thing back in the day, this this philosophy of the ignorance of yeah. Dunning and Kruger? Yeah. Um, but then, it, you know, it doesn't really get revisited until today. No, that's right. So it exists in the... In the textbooks, and no doubt students who are doing psychology would have heard about it, but then the thing disappears. But it, it's in the back of a lot of people's minds. I think people subconsciously are aware of the Dunning-Kruger effect because no matter where they are on a spectrum, they are aware of some of these issues. So they've all heard, you know, from people, what, the Donald Trumps of this world who boast that they know everything about everything. The other problem, I've got to say, with Dunning-Kruger as they've identified it, is at the other end of the spectrum where you have academics who, because they know something, assume that everybody else knows something 
and then they talk over the heads of their audience, which is why we've lost the climate change debate in a number of countries, because the scientists could not communicate what they know because they just spoke right over the heads of their audience. So you've got at one end of the spectrum, you've got people who are stupid and who don't recognise they're stupid because in order to know you're stupid, you've got to have a bit of information to be able to say, oh, yeah, I recognise my limitations. That's at one end of the spectrum. The other end of the spectrum are the people who do know a great deal and assume that everybody else knows because, after all, if they know, obviously everybody else knows. And that's simply not the case. Because of the complexity of modern life, it's impossible to know everything about everything. And so you've just got to be a specialist and deal with the things you know and realise the areas that you don't know and be willing, if you want to, be willing to learn about them. So then who, how many people, Keith, would actually put themselves in this category? But people are aware that they would be, that, that, that would fit into that category? No, it's a lack of self-awareness. This is why it's a psychology issue. It's a lack of self-awareness. In the same way that some people, particularly children, for example, have no idea of personal space. So we as adults, we always remain separate from each other and we have a very clear idea about personal space. Whereas children will clamber over everything and, you know, they don't worry about personal space. The same thing applies to self-awareness psychologically of what you know. And some people have that ability and they know things about themselves. Whereas you've got others who are confident but in fact, without any clear basis for it. Donald Trump, the reason why we're talking about this now is because Donald Trump is suddenly the textbook example of Dunning-Kruger. Suddenly everybody's dusting out all their old textbooks and saying this guy is the example (laughs) that we were warned about 20 years ago and it's now come onto our radar screen because he conveys this incredible sense of confidence. Remember, I regard him as one of the best communicators on the world scene at the moment. Doesn't necessarily mean I agree with him. But, you know, the sheer bravado and the confidence that which he conveys. You, yeah, and which you tell a lie. It's like how do you yeah. question someone if they're so confident in what they're saying, uh, then how do you question, you what, can't. Even, even if it's a blatant lie yeah. to your face. Absolutely. But they're saying it in yep. such a way that is so yep. believable. So believable. And, and he was, so he's a brilliant communicator precisely because he lacks self-awareness. Whereas if you had an academic there, they might be more tentative in the way that they, well, I'm an example of that, more tentative in the way they try to convey information, et cetera. And this uh, note of humility, well, you know, I may not know everything about this, whereas you don't get that with Trump. You know, Trump just says, I know everything about the Islamic State. I know more than the generals. He can make assessments of a Putin or a Chairman Kim in North Korea or President Xi in China. He can make assessments of those people, even though he's only intelligence agencies giving him alternative information. Trump, with his sense of overwhelming self-confidence, which makes him attractive to some people, is able to say, I know more than the experts that I employ in the United States. It's quite extraordinary, really. It is quite extraordinary. This is Global Truths with Dr Keith Souter. We're talking today about... Uh, what's the condition called again, Keith? It's called the Dunning-Kruger effect. Which is about ignorance, really. It's about ignorance, yeah. yeah. And a lack of self-awareness and it's a cognitive bias. That's the jargon, and cognitive the, bias. And these two were the pioneers, really, of, the, of psychology, these yeah. two um, men. Yeah. 
and um, they existed many, many years ago. But one of their philosophies, which is one we're talking about today, has come back into the forefront of people's minds because of Donald Trump. And the fact that he embodies this. <laughs> exactly. That's the best way of putting it. So suddenly, we're, you know, everybody's dusting off their old textbooks because people suddenly realise this is exactly what Dunning and Kruger were talking about 20 years ago. And now we've got the guy in the White House. So in other words, it's a person who lacks self-awareness and humility and thinks he knows everything. In fact, doesn't, of course, and is able to convince other people that he knows everything, which is why he was able to get supporters. It's interesting that I've noticed in a recent survey, 83% of Republican voters still support Trump. Now, of course, if you look at the total percentage of the population, that's not 80% of the population, but it does mean that those who are registered Republicans are still supporting Trump, despite all the lies and all the other limitations we've talked about, because he conveys this sense of confidence. But, yeah, and do, but do you think they're letting the lies go? Like they just think... Uh, well, every politician lies, well, we'll just let it go. Or they genuinely believe the lies he's saying. I think it's an element of both. Mm. Particularly if you're, you know, if you're in the little valleys of West Virginia, for example, and you've got a sex scandal, you know, the president grabbing women, etc. Well, President Clinton did that as well. You know, it's not unique to President Trump. So there's a feeling, oh, that's, that's politicians. That's Washington, D.C. They're all sick there. Or it's the East Coast. They're all sick on the East Coast. So I think that there are a lot of people who are very tolerant of his foibles and what they appreciate is just simply this sense of self-confidence that he's able to convey, particularly after Obama. See, Obama's at the other end of the spectrum, if you like, because he was somebody who is super bright and so knew his limitations. So really it's reflection. Well, the best way of putting it is you're, you're too ignorant to realise that you are ignorant. Now, the way to get around this, David Dunning is now broadcasting all this, you know, he's suddenly undergoing this revival and everybody wants to find out what this guy is about. So he gives some advice. One is that you keep learning. In other words, you don't take the view, I finished school, therefore I don't need to be educated. I'm done with all that. Uh, but you've got to keep learning. You've got to keep the brain ticking over. Secondly, you've got to keep on asking questions. So in other words, instead of just immediately speaking, ask a lot more intelligent questions. Keep questioning rather than making statements. And, of course, it's through the use of good questions that you get to learn even more. And then thirdly, take a pause. Don't rush to judgment. So use caution. Don't make grand statements. Now, this is the complete opposite of what Trump is about. We know Trump doesn't read his CIA briefs in the morning. He much rather prefers to just watch one source of TV programming. So he is somebody who's very intellectually limited, complete opposite from Obama, who seems to read everything and is, is a great example of what Dunning and Kruger are saying in terms of how you can continue to grow. In other words, you keep learning, you keep asking questions, and you avoid impulse judgments. That's what Obama was about, whereas Trump comes along and Trump is a manifestation of what Dunning and, and Kruger talked about with people who are not only stupid, but they're too stupid to know how stupid they are because you've got to have a basic knowledge base to then say, oh, I don't really understand that at all. And you've got to have a sense of humility to be able to say that. And that requires a different type of personality. And part of the problem, I've got to say, is, is with the media because we seem to look up to all these politicians as gods and expect them to know everything about everything. 
which I think is unhelpful and is destructive for those politicians. So the media also play a role in making um, the politicians appear to be more omniscient, more knowledgeable than they really are. So how does a country like America end up in a position like this when it's one of the wealthiest countries in the world with this level of ignorance? Well, I think it's partly because of the impact of television and communications, and Trump was a brand 30 years ago. He was not a successful business person. He inherited a lot of money, benefited from the tax regulations, which we're going to learn about, by the way, in the next two years because of all these congressional investigations in the lower house. So he he was very blessed right from day one with his family wealth. So he wasn't a particularly good person in terms of being a business person, despite this impression he could convey. But instead, what he's able to do is to convey confidence at a time when I think a lot of Americans were worried that China is on the rise, they're having problems with a handful of Muslims, but it seems very threatening at the time. And so many Americans do feel overwhelmed by the pressures coming in from overseas. And Trump says, support me, I know what to do. Now, of course, he's not had a particularly good two years. He's got to be even worse two years coming up. Uh, But nonetheless, he's able to convey that sense of confidence to people. And that's what a lot of people responded to, including traditional blue-collar Democrat voters who are just sick of all the political correctness that we've had in the Obama era or the Clinton era, and they enjoy Trump's bravado, his outspokenness. Okay, he treats women badly, but then politicians, male politicians seem to treat women badly anyway. And so they are therefore attracted to that sense of ego and a sense of direction. Even if it's wrong, at least they've got a clear sense of direction. This has been Global Truths with Dr. Keith Souter. It's recorded in the studios of Podcast One. Producer is me, Kate Mack. Production assistance by Liv Proud. Audio production by Darcy Thompson. And for more episodes, head to podcastone.com.au or download the Podcast One app.